watching this on Sunday, happy Valentine's Day. Just what everyone wants, to spend their Valentine's Day morning listening to me talk about the news. You're welcome, America. So let's give the people what they want. Let's talk about the news of the week, starting with the deep dive. This week's deep dive is, of course, the impeachment trial. Now, as a reminder, we're doing this opinion-free, unless otherwise noted. So let's get into it. First, the rules. Before an impeachment trial can begin, both party leaders need to agree on the organizing rules. Because this isn't like a regular trial. It's a cool trial. Uh, the rules and schedule are normally not that interesting of a topic, but it actually ended up being kind of interesting this time. One of Trump's lawyers, David Schoen, originally requested a break Friday evening and through Saturday. Now, after the Senate approved that schedule, he went back and said it wasn't needed. So now the trial will not break at all and will continue on through the week, including through the weekend. So Monday was just an announcement that the rules had been agreed upon and the trial would start on Tuesday. Tuesday started with a debate on the constitutionality of the trial. So here's something that's really important to remember. There have only been 46 presidents. And all these rules and everything that gives structure to our little democracy here in America is a document from over 250 years ago and our interpretation of it. So that means that when something like this happens, when the president, in his final days in office, is seen as inciting a violent mob to take over Congress and overturn election results, there's not a whole lot of concrete guidance. That means that this debate is actually interesting and very important because, God forbid this should happen again, we'll be looking at what happened in this trial as guidance. Here, without that guidance, both sides are able to argue their interpretation of the Constitution. Now, breaking news, I'm not a constitutional lawyer, duh. Uh, but because I'm a good time at a party, I've read multiple books about the Constitution for fun. And one of the three copies I have of the Constitution is notated. So I feel very confident in my belief, look at that opinion graphic, that this is not only a constitutional trial, but a vital one, Trump aside. Now the argument against the constitutionality of the trial was that Trump was already out of office. And that, if this trial were to proceed, a move like this could be used as just a way to keep political enemies from ever holding office again, since a conviction would bar Trump from running for president again, as he said he'll do. Now, yes, we have to be diligent in making sure we're not charging political enemies with crimes just because we don't like them or want them to run again. Now, an example of that would be, say, chanting or encouraging the crowd to chant, lock her up or lock him up about a political opponent who hasn't even been charged with anything. However, the crimes that have been brought against Trump in this case occurred in January, while he was president. So the argument for proceeding with the trial is that if they were to just let this go, this would kind of open up the door for presidents to do whatever they wanted in their final days of office. Seems not good. An important note here is that the House did impeach Trump while he was president. They tried to bring it to the Senate, but then Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said he wanted to wait until after Biden was sworn in. So it's a little like saying the police can't arrest the robber while they're in the bank because of optics. But once they're out of the bank, it's too late to arrest them because like, oh my God, they're so far. Uh, so a vote on constitutionality took place on Tuesday. Interestingly, when the Senate originally voted on whether they'd hear this case, only five Republicans sided with the Democrats. The debate on constitutionality appears to have picked up a Republican with six Republicans and all Democrats agreeing the trial is constitutional. That brings us to the trial itself, and that's actually a pretty quick thing to cover here, although I highly recommend watching some of the videos, which I'll link to at KimMoffitt.com, because regardless of who you think incited the deadly violence on January 6th, we cannot minimize what happened. What we actually need is a 9-11 style commission on this, because our country was attacked from within, and we need and deserve to know exactly what happened. I'll warn you though, some of the videos are very hard to watch. Uh, so yeah, on to the rest of the week. Now, each side had 16 hours to present their case. Neither side used all 16 hours, but that was available to them. The senators then get four hours to ask questions. If either side requests a witness, which doesn't seem likely to happen, the Senate has to debate whether or not witnesses will be allowed and majority vote needs to approve it. 
Finally, each side gets two hours for closing arguments, and then the senators vote. They can deliberate if they want, but then they vote. As you may have heard, things did not go well for the defense on Wednesday. That's not opinion. I mean, like, I guess that's technically opinion, but that's like everyone's opinion. Now, in the defense of Bruce Castor, the lawyer who botched his opening statement, he did tell Washington Post that he wasn't a law professor, but, quote, I'm a guy who gets up in court and talks. We love honesty here at Get Excited It's the News, so we, we love that, I guess. So the defense strategy seems to be a First Amendment defense, including on Friday showing a heavily edited video of Democrats using the word fight, which is a clear defense of the off-sided clip on the prosecution side of Trump telling supporters to, quote, fight like hell, which is a prosecution strategy to draw a clear line between Trump's comments and actions prior to Election Day, as well as responses to incidents such as Trump supporters attempting to run a bus with Kamala Harris on board off the road and his continued beratement of Michigan's Governor Whitmore after the kidnapping plot was revealed. So it's that combined with his actions on January 6th, including showing he was aware that rioters were chanting, hang Mike Pence, when he tweeted, quote, Mike Pence didn't have the courage to do what should have been done to protect our country and our constitution. So that's where things stand now. Now, full disclosure, I shoot the show earlier than it airs. I know, shocking. So by the time you're watching this, we're very likely into Senator questions. I'll be watching and I hope you will too. Now, although one more Republican did vote yes on the constitutionality of the trial, and Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell has been reportedly telling people to vote their conscience, it's very likely that this trial will conclude in the next few days with Trump not being handed any consequences for the deadly events on January 6th, which has now claimed seven lives, including two deaths by suicide. Because this is the news, as ridiculous as this idea is, I'm not gonna add any more opinion to this. However, I will be creating a new and who knows how often I'll even do it video series called I don't get it. Uh, it's separate from this. It's all opinion. So after you watch this video, you can, if you want, watch that. Hey everyone, it's me Kim from 24 hours after I recorded that episode. So still from the past, but like not as much. God, I hate time travel. So I recorded the show on Friday thinking I was so clever. Uh, Saturday morning, I woke up and checked Twitter first thing because I'm deeply broken and knew it would lead to me cutting into this episode. So late Friday night, the news broke that Representative Kevin McCarthy called Trump during the insurrection. In a heated argument, McCarthy begged Trump to call off the mob, to which Trump responded, Well, Kevin, I guess these people are more upset about the election than you are. Now, the news of this call led to the Senate voting in favor of witnesses Saturday morning. The Democrats aren't expected to call a lot of witnesses. In fact, it may actually just come down to one per side, but it needs to be agreed on by both sides first. So as I'm recording this, that's where we're at. They're working on the witness agreement before moving forward. Additionally, McConnell has unofficially said he's voting to acquit. Also, there's been a clearer understanding of Trump's knowledge of the danger that Mike Pence was in when he tweeted that Pence lacked courage. Now, those last two things haven't shaken things up as much as the McCarthy call, but keep an ear out because I guarantee they're going to play some part in how Senate Republicans will move forward and how they'll vote, though it's unlikely to change enough minds and probably won't change the ultimate outcome of the trial. Oh, also, one of Trump's lawyers, David Schoen, who quit on Thursday, but Trump begged him to say and lied to the Senate when he said he hadn't seen the videos from the six that the Democrats played. He did. It was literally in the rules. Uh, he might not even know any of this is going on because remember, he asked for the trial to break. So even though he went back and said he didn't need it, he personally isn't working today. So he might not know about any of this. If true, good for him. And also, Sunday morning is going to be a wild one for him. So yeah, uh, a lot has happened. Here's where we're at right now, though. The trial is going to be extended, but probably not by more than a week. Remember that the Senate can't do anything else while the trial is going on, although there are a couple ways to work around that while the witnesses are being deposed. 
However, millions of Americans are desperate for and voted in favor of COVID relief. But on the other hand, we need to know what happened on the 6th. We need the whole story. So I guess I'll be talking about this again on Sunday as well. One time I try and be efficient. Uh, so here's the rest of the episode. Although at this point, I'm not entirely convinced I won't need to pop in again. Scratch all of that, no witnesses. No witnesses. God forbid we should know what actually happened on the 6th. We could have witnesses. I don't know why there aren't witnesses. Uh, this truly is an uh, incredible progression of events. I don't know why there haven't been any witnesses called. The Democrats have, uh, technically, they are kind of tied in the Senate right now because obviously uh, Kamala Harris as vice president can't really go in there and break the tie. But they have Republicans who are kind of voting along with them. So they do hold a majority in this. They can call witnesses if they want, but um, that's where things stand right now. It's Saturday, 10 a.m., no witnesses. Closing arguments for the trial begin now. I guess we'll just uh, maybe one day know what happened on the 6th. Fantastic. Acquitted. Final update of the day, I think, at this point, who knows? Acquitted. Uh, important to note that afterwards, after uh, he voted to acquit him, Mitch McConnell did come up and say that he blames Donald Trump for what happened on the 6th. But um, uh, Donald Trump has been acquitted. I'm done. I'm also done uh, shooting the news for today. Uh, I still am going to air this video uh, which I recorded yesterday. I do get fewer things now, but I'm not going to re-record because I, I can't do this <laughs> anymore for today. I have to stop looking at myself just for, for one day. I know that that's surprising to me even as well. Um, but now I return you to the rest of the episode, including uh, immediately going into a clip of me apparently being a fortune teller. So that was a deep dive into the impeachment trial so far, as well as a live look into what I can only assume is a downward spiral for me. Fun. 2021 is fun so far. How about some headlines? Last week, 90-year-old Aaron Epstein placed an ad in the Wall Street Journal to complain about his slow AT&T service in North Hollywood. After the ad went viral, AT&T installed new fiber service with unlimited data and speeds up to 300 megabits per second. In an interview with ARS Technica, Aaron commented that AT&T's slow internet is due to their new focus on media, saying, quote, stay out of the movie business, invest your money in what you're supposed to be doing. Good advice for all of us, said this Instagram reporter who is recording this video before heading into work on a TV show. The Blue Estate Group has unveiled the Blue Estate Island, where property prices start at just under $20,000 and go over $1 billion. Don't want to drive all the way to Miami and then take the 90-minute plane ride to the island? Fair. May I also suggest the original Blue Estate Island, Los Angeles. It's the same here. The Buccaneers won the Super Bowl last week, and Justin Timberlake has finally apologized to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson. Both things mean the same amount as zero to me. All right, fine. You know what? Let's see what the Bucks really do with this win. Will they really show they've learned something? How will they try and make the world a better place and undo the career damage done to the Chiefs? Tricky, because you can't go back in time and undo any psychological harm that may have been done or times they were banned from the Grammys. Can't undo that. But I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt and see what they do with this win. I'm spicy this episode. Violence against Asians and Asian Americans is up, with activists and experts warning that the racist rhetoric around the coronavirus is to blame. 
The group Asian Americans Advancing Justice recorded more than 3,000 hate incidents since April 2020, the highest amount in the group's four-year history. How can you be of service this week and every single day slash week moving forward? Speak up and out against the things you hear and see. Talk about this. This can't be who we are. I mean, it is right now, but we have to be better. So please be intentional of the way that you and the people you surround yourself are treating others. Be better. Expect better from yourself and others. Anyway, that's the news. Remember to go to KimMoffitt.com for a transcript of this episode, as well as links to everything I talked about here. And as always, if you like this, tell a friend, tell a stranger, tell a cat. Have a great week, friends. Thank you.